It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In my head, I don't think there's any time between then and um, when I'd been drawn out of bed in the morning that Molly May could have complained. Right. But I, I'll never know. And yeah, I kind of put it into context and thought, you know what? This is kind of strange that they've kicked me off for this and mm. so many other people have gotten away with so much worse, so. Not them like, Sharif, wake up. Sharif, wake yeah. up. Yeah, like, Sharif, Sharif, like, get up. That's weird, man, that is, you must have been like, what the hell's going on? What the fuck yeah. is going on here? I just don't like the certain, the way certain men were moving on the show, just like trying to act so bad and steezy and just like moving like a pure gallist. You know, come correct. Everyone Back then, certain men should have acted their age. That's what I'm going to say. Like, yeah. Guys, we are back. The Murad Morali podcast. We have returned so quickly. I am dropping these interviews like flies. Like there's bear coming out. And this is one that I actually wanted to really get into. And I feel like, you know, this was a season that he was part of, probably the most popular season of Love Island as of right now. Um, and this is just going to be a very interesting podcast. So we have Sharif, guys. We have Sharif <laughs> on the podcast. Boy! That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for having me. I had no idea you're from South London. Yeah, no. We just, and then you're really, we're, 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 we're really neighbours. Like, proper South London as yeah. in like you're really just like three stops away that's actually mad yeah, just how have you out. been yeah I've not been bad man not been bad um, your outfit is nice you know oh thanks man I was just saying this to you where are your trousers from uh, Stone Island they're really nice oh, thanks, especially man. the way they just like sit appreciate it man I like your shirt thank you yeah, I yeah, got nice. bare confidence on the train yeah yeah I was yeah. actually like when I get I just I get gassed I just like this is I, this is, I think this is from Zara yeah man quick 20, 22 25 pounds how have you been how's life life's all right you know can't complain it's been a minute yeah, it's been a minute it's, been, it's a minute. been i don't think anybody's really expecting this podcast because i haven't even announced it anyway I don't, I don't announce these i just drop them yeah but uh nobody is probably expecting this but i feel like you have a very interesting story to tell because your season was the one that i started reviewing properly like every yeah. single day in day out and so i was very much invested and i feel like everybody else was sure um and I just have so many questions. Like, where do we even begin with this one? Where do we begin? Where, do we begin? where do we begin? As in, um, do we begin at the end? Because <laughs> at this point, I don't know. But basically, like, yeah. let's start right from the beginning. You went into the villa mm. and you were paired up with Anna. Yeah. I feel, was that your first connection, correct? That was my first connection. Um, Honestly, I thought that she would pick, for a minute, um, I think between you and Anton, that little recoupling went viral. When, yeah. when she was about to pick. You know what, loads of my friends have been sending me that recently. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't even know. Back. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. I'm just like, put a laughing face or whatever. But that, yeah. that, well, that was hilarious because he really got gassed, thought he was going to be picked. And yeah. then of course, Anna picked you. Yeah. And do you think that if you were still in the villa and you never had gone anywhere, that something would have happened between you two? <sighs> 
Not necessarily me and Anna, but I think that, you know, my personality would have been given time to develop mm. a lot more mm. with like the friendships and the connections that I'd made. I don't think I got to show like exactly who I was, right. but um, I think they showed enough and right. I don't think they made me out in a bad light on the show. But no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely not. On the show, you seemed like you were just yeah. chill, calm, yeah. taking each day as it goes. Which I was. Basically, and just seeing what would happen. And of course, you had Anna as a connection. Now, did you have these tats on the show? Uh, as in, I you've had... really come back now with 20 <laughs> on your... No, I had um, like two of them. I don't I, recall. I think this one and maybe this one. Right, and the ones on the arms don't hurt? No, nah, not as much as the other places. So no. where do they hurt the most? Like on the chest? Uh, Anything by the ribs? Yeah, I've heard ribs, like neck, like anywhere bony. Not the neck, man. Yeah, anywhere like close to Have you got bone. anything anywhere else or is it just arms? No, just arms, like back of my chest. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you going to be like one of those that gets covered? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel I feel like not completely covered like neck, hands, face, all As of in that. Eyeball. No, <laughs> just like a whole sleeve, maybe chest covered, you know what I mean? Like just something that looks nice, like aesthetically pleasing, you know? So yeah. obviously that there was that day and night that I just I, for me it's so confusing and I spoke to Amber about it. Mm even here and then I spoke to Anna about it off um, a camera I forgot to ask her but I was like you know what? why am I asking every single person yeah. but not you like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense so I thought let me just contact Sharif and just get into this sure. and here we are but what happened that night with Molly May? because I don't understand like was it no. actually anything was it a physical connect okay so basically if I'm being 100% honest there was a physical physical connection by definition right. but it wasn't <clears throat> like I'd hit her right. you know so Basically, we were getting ready for bed. Everyone like goes to the bathroom. Is the microphone close? Is the microphone? Because the way this story is about to be a madness, yeah, okay. I thought, let me just put the microphone. <clears throat> oh, like, no, can you not move um, his thing up? Yes. Yeah, that's perfect. You don't, you don't need the table. Me, I just seen, I'm just, I just know. So I thought, let me just put this microphone. No problem, man. Let's do it. Close, close as. <clears throat> Amazing. That's also being kept in, by the way. So I'm not going to take that out. Are you not going to no, <laughs> I have been kept in the podcast okay. because the microphone needs to be. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm sure it's fine. That's good. Uh, but this is being kept in the podcast, so people know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Continue. This like. Okay, so basically, we were all getting ready for bed. Um, when we get ready for bed, everyone like goes upstairs, brushes their right. teeth, like together. We have a bit of banter, whatnot, whatnot. So um, I was pretty relaxed in the villa. I would say I had like pretty like relaxed and friendly relationship mm. with the girls as opposed to like being on Love Island. Right. So, you know, it was just continuous banter. It was never really serious with me and the mm. girls. But um, so me and Molly May are like having a little like karate play fight. Not karate. But we're not, but we're right. not even we're not even touching each other, right? Right. So then like one of the moves I did was like a little kick and she's like come towards me at the same time. Right. So it's like You just connected by default. I touched her groin. Like I touched mm. her groin. My leg touched her groin. But it wasn't like I'd kicked her. Mm. But if someone was to throw their leg towards my groin, I'm gonna move like that. Right. You know what I mean whether it connects or not. So right. on camera it probably looked a lot worse than it was. So that happened didn't even say anything. She wasn't even hurt. Like literally was like, and then we just carried on. Do you know what I mean? Brushed our teeth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Went to bed. In my head, I don't think there's any time between then and um, when I'd been drawn out of bed in the morning that Money May could have complained. Right. But I, I'll never know. Do you know right. what I mean? But long story short, we all went to bed. That was that. And then obviously you don't have clocks in there, so you don't know what the time is at mm. any point. Got woken up, I would say, early hours of the morning, 3, 4 a.m. Got told, um, yeah, you need to go to the heart there's two managers or directors looking to speak to you. Went in there, long story short, they just tried to like grill me in the early hours of the morning. I'd just woken up about what had happened last night. Said that I think it was acceptable, it was violating code of conduct. Grill? Um, is this like intervention? I mean, yeah, so CIA, do you know what I mean? So it, that's what it felt like. It felt like, you know, it was a whole security breach and stuff like that. And right. Like, yeah, so they're talking to me, two um, directors of the show are talking to me saying basically it's a breach of, um, you know, the contract that they're going to remove me from the villa. After that, I didn't even have time to go back, say goodbye, pack my bags, nothing. They packed my bags for me. They took me wow. to another villa um, where I stayed overnight, got to call like my family, told them what had happened, um, whatnot, whatnot. Still couldn't use my phone until like I'd got on the plane on the way back. And then, yeah, that was that. Just so the there was aftermath. where there was no see you next Tuesday, that word. C-U-N-T, none of that was there. No, no after sun, no, like, this is it for you. No, there, no, that, that word, oh. that word cunt, that um, apparently you said that word. Oh yeah, there was that. Okay, there cool. was that, there was that. So um, it was basically, put it this way, if I had actually hurt that girl, there's no way I'd be joking about it. That's the only way I can explain it to people. Like, I'm not that guy. Right. If I'd actually hurt her and kicked her in her private parts mm. and she was clearly hurt, yeah. I wouldn't have been joking about it. But um, after that happened, we both went straight back to normal. We're still joking. And then um, Tommy was there and um, I was just like, yeah, that's a cunt punt. Yeah. I said that. Tommy was laughing. Molly May was laughing. I was laughing. And we all went to bed after that. Right. Now, again, I can't confirm or deny whether Molly May um, either got drawn by the producers to talk about what had happened before mm. I got drawn or whether Molly May went to them and, you know, complained. Or maybe they saw it on the cameras. Maybe they saw it on the cameras, cameras and Molly May had nothing to do with it. I'll maybe. never know really yeah. and truly. But um, yeah, that's what happened. It was lighthearted. It was 
completely humorous. And then, yeah, they tried to like grill me about it and make me feel like it was a breach of security protocol. So yeah, they removed me from the villa. No goodbyes, no anything. Nothing like that, just Nothing. shafted away. No goodbyes, away. not even packing my bags. Just As in they were packing it for you. Yeah, they took, me to the, they took me to the other villa um, where I think some of the contestants stay before they go into the main villa. Mm. Um, and yeah, they brought my bags there. Said if you're missing anything, just let us know and we'll send it to That's you back crazy. home. That's actually crazy because I don't know, I just feel like there's bare men on the show that play fight. Yeah. That jump on each other, that yeah. do stuff. Even from this season that I'm seeing, this lad banter, or whatever, no, or, you know, boys doing it with the girls. And I feel like people have done <clears throat> far worse on that on shows. They've said this, they've said that word C U N T so many times. Mm. So many girls have said it to boys and yep. with their chest on camera and they're still in that villa. So it just didn't make any sense that you were gone. People thought there were rumors flying around that you had a fight with Anton. No. And somebody had said like the N-word or something like that. No, man. Um, and that was the reason why you lost. I was thinking there are bare rumors. What is going on? But that is obviously no. why it happened that night. So I don't know. Like in context of what everyone else had done on the show and what I'd done to get kicked off, I didn't really have time to understand it at the point I was being interrogated because I'd just woken up like five right. minutes ago. Do you right. know what I mean? They were telling me all of these things. I was half um, awake in another country and another, like not at home and just like having all of mm. these things questioned. So I just kind of went with it and then didn't really have the emotional state in the other villa to be able to think about it properly. Right. And like put it into context with what other people because have done. Oh, everything happened so quickly. Everything happened exactly so quickly um, within, I would say 30 hours. I'm, mm. I was on a flight home. So when I got home, obviously, you know, I had time to speak to people, like see the perspectives of people online, um, like fans, whatnot, whatnot. And yeah, I kind of put it into context and thought, you know what? This is kind of strange that they've kicked me off for this. And mm. so many other people have gotten away with so much worse. So yeah, that was a bit weird for me to process. And why was a bit weird for me to process? Because do you know what it is? I don't want to pull the race card. Like everyone was like, oh, it's because you're black, whatnot, whatnot. Right. And I'll just put it out there. Everyone was like, yeah, it's because you're black, this, this, that, and the other. But I don't think it's 100% to do with that. I think it may be a factor. I think it's- Yeah, it could be a subconscious. I think it's definitely conscious. a factor. Yeah, 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 subconsciously a factor. Um, but yeah, I think it's more to do with the fact in my head that they just, you know, that made the show blow up more. Right. Me getting kicked off. Undoubtedly. So I think they just saw the right opportunity to do something that would, you know. Interesting. I didn't yeah, see it from that perspective. Yeah, controversy. I, yeah, controversy. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I started to see it from that perspective and it made more sense than, you know, this guy's black and we need to get him off the show kind of thing. I think they just wanted people talking, whatever it's about. That's Love Island. They just want people talking, you know. And that's what they did. And they obviously thought that you would be a great yep. excuse to yeah. be left out the show. Because I always find it interesting when someone leaves the show at an early stage like you without being dumped, how it affects everything as well. And if you were still in that season, things could have been so different. Yeah. So exactly. what I also found so weird is that you weren't on After Sun. No. You weren't even there. When it comes to the reunion, mm. you weren't even like, Yeah. it's as if you never existed. Yeah. That's what I find so weird about it. It's that that is what, it's the fact that there was no explanation that you could give on your behalf, you were just gone. 
Yeah. As if Sharif never really existed, as if, you know, he was never part of the villa, nobody knew him, and people just had to pretend that he just wasn't there. Especially the contestants, they had to pretend that you weren't there. Yeah, they disconnected my story. Completely. Entire, and it's like, you yeah. can't do that because you were there. Yeah. Like, that's why, that was what was frustrating a lot for the audience, especially me reviewing. I was thinking, like, Sharif is not really here. He's gone. Mm. Like, I don't understand it. So, basically, I wanted to feel bad about, you know, not being on After Sun or not even being called to be on After Sun and stuff like that. But there's a technicality with me coming off the show. So basically you're contracted to, you know, um, they have sponsors. Mm. You're not allowed to wear certain stuff. When you come off the show, you have to do After Sun, all of these contracts, right? right? right. All of these things are written into your contract. So basically, as soon as I came off the show, I did um, my son interview. Mm. And then um, I think it was, I was going on a campaign. So to go on that campaign, I had to basically tear up my contract with ITV. And ITV were basically saying, whilst they'd kicked me off, they were like, yeah, you can't go on that campaign. That's the maddest thing. Yeah, so I was like- Exclusive contracts. Yeah, yeah. so my lawyer was basically like, you know, that's BS um, and worked day and night for like two, three days to try and get them to basically terminate my contract, which they eventually did. Um, so I think that's more the reason why I wasn't on After Sun and right. all of those things. Do you think that you would have been on After Sun and-, and- even if you weren't, that's, that's the maddest thing. Even yeah. if you kept the ITV like, exclusive contract, I don't think even think that you would even be on. That's just for you not to do anything else. No, exactly. That's just to like kind of box me in box and just you keep in and me keep in you a corner. In for like a couple of months, I guess, exactly. the exclusive deal as contracts are. They just keep you in there for a couple of months. Exactly. Just kind of keep me quiet. No story, no anything. Like my face isn't getting shown kind of thing. So Right. So you can't talk about it. So I can't talk about it. Right. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to like, this is this is just like the corporate world, right? Like right. when they don't want you to talk, they cut off your avenues kind of thing. Right. Like they bring up contracts or whatever. But people, um, people need to read their contracts yeah. before, they, before they be signing and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. So you spoke about, I feel like you did touch on this when you came out. You spoke to like, what do you mean by campaign? You mean like a work campaign? Or do you mean like a campaign to discuss what happened to you? No, um... Uh, fashion campaign right yeah, yeah, okay yeah, cool yeah. and so you had to obviously use your lawyers to get out of all of that yeah, madness so that I could go madness I think I was supposed to do the campaign at like 9am in the morning and I got a call at like 11pm the night before saying yeah you can go wow yeah that's a that's crazy last minute last minute yeah, for the, as in you're waiting minute. for the whole day the whole day I swear it's a lot, man. All of that happened. That The maddest part for me is that, you know, this has happened, you're joking, and then you're waking up. Mm. Like, did they come to wake you up? Yeah, I got woken up by, so basically as like caretakers, not producers, but like- Not them like, Sharif, wake up. Sharif, wake yeah. up. Yeah, like Sharif, Sharif, like, That's weird, man. That is- some... Speak with so-and-so in the, in the beach up. You must have been like, what the hell's going on? What the fuck yeah. is going on here? Like, I'd just woken up. You know, like right. I had no clue what was going on. I didn't even really know why I was going to the beach um, at this, beach, at this yeah, time. And yeah. you, you couldn't even wait for half the day when you're up and around t tanning away. Exactly. So you have better sense. They want to wake you up and then. Exactly. So man. that must have scattered your head for the whole next 40 hours. How did your parents, when you when you went to that new villa and everything and you were able to contact people, how did they even react to this? It wasn't good, man. Do you know what it is? They, they reacted. Were they angry with you? They weren't angry with me. But they were almost like, it wasn't a shit show when I got home, but they knew what was about to come. Mm. You know, They knew that this was gonna blow up. They knew like, you know, I was off the show. Like, you know, we had a, we had a situation to handle basically. Right. Not like a proper, proper shit hitting the fan, right. but we had a situation to handle and, you know, we're gonna have to speak to, 
and do interviews and mm. do you know what I mean? She kind of was thinking about all of this and you know, as much as my mum wanted to calm me down and tell me everything was gonna be okay, she was just kind of like, okay, cool, you know what? Have a good night's sleep and you know, try to we'll sort this out when, when you come home. But okay. she was aware of the fact that there was stuff to sort out. Right, when, and, and to talk about. Home. Yeah. Have you spoken to Molly May about this ever since? I've never, I haven't directly spoken to Molly May, no. N- There's no. been no conversation between you no two about No conversation this. between me and Molly May. Like, still follow each other on socials, but that's about it. Right. Yeah. I thought that she would have said something. I feel like you two had that altercation and then you left. Surely she would have been like, you're right. Nah, she blew up too much, man. Let's be honest. I feel like she's done well for herself. No, she's like, done, she, she, listen, she's, she's definitely done, done well for us. herself. Yeah. Like, um, but I mean, like, as soon as she got off the show, not as in right, like, right now, but I thought, like, they, anybody, are you in contact with any of the Islanders from your season? You know what? Is there anybody you talk to? Or anybody, like, I mean, it's two years, what, it's 2022 now. Do you understand? Like, that's nah, just, man. There's not one Islander from your season that you talk to, or any Islanders in general. No. Not really. No, at this point, do you know what it is? At I mean, this, it's been three, four years now, let's be it's real. Been, it's been three it's, years. It's been a minute. And if I'm honest with you, like my story was, I didn't sign up to go on the show. I don't know if you know how I got on the show, but- You were was, approached? Yeah, so basically Not I was working- you and then taking you out and- <laughs> Crazy story. So let me explain this to you so it makes sense, like from both angles of the storyline. So I was working on Lever Lane, which is near Hatton Garden mm. in East London, West mm. London. I'm not sure which one, but yeah, near Hatton Garden. Um, and I worked at a place called The Salad Kitchen. So basically on my lunch break, I was going to get some food from a food stall. And long story short, as I'm taking my food, turn around and there's two um, executive producers. And they're like, so we've been trying to get your attention for like the last three, five, three, four minutes. Um, and we like your banter with the lady who's serving you food. Um, have you ever heard of the show Love Island? I was like, yes. Now, funny point here, yeah. From that point onwards, I knew that I was somehow going to get on Love Island. I don't know why, but I just knew if I'm being approached in a street like this, mm. like I'm probably going on that show. As in they're hearing your conversation with the lady, yeah. You know, so they're like, have you ever been on Love Island? Are you single? Um, can you do an interview? I was like, yeah. So they took my number. I've gone back inside like 30 seconds away to eat my food, opened up my food and I've gotten a message on WhatsApp. Like, can you come straight after work? Like, what time do you finish? And I think it was like 2.30. They said, I said like 3.30, can I go home and change? They were like, no, just come Mad. straight to the studio Mad. and do your first interview. Went straight to the studio, did my first interview. Two weeks, two and a half weeks later, I'm on a flight. Yeah. Wow. Two, two and a half weeks later, I'm on a flight to the villa, you know. Wow. So yeah. say this so and that Love Island starts early June. So this must have been around May. Yeah. They 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 approached you. They approached me. Wow. No, no, no. Love Island starts, I think. Yeah. I think like yeah, it starts yeah, in yeah, June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start of June. Because normally for so some contestants, they have like seven months worth of interviews and processing. Yeah. But for you it was just like they apply you're there, like you're there they in two to, weeks. Yeah. And and bear in mind, before all of this, like I'd never been in the limelight. Like I did my research on, you know, who was on Love Island um, after I came mm. off, not before I went on. And, you know, people had done modeling, people were used to the club scene, people were used to doing personal appearances, mm. whatever it was, they were, you know, in the scene of some sort. I'd never done a radio show, no modeling shoots. Zero you know, training. I'd even been to a central, um, central London club, mm. like none of that. So I was 20 years old, working at the Salad Kitchen on Lever Lane and it was just like that, you know? Yeah, I could tell on your like with your first week, you were just like it felt like you were very fresh, yeah, and new to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they all were. Like some of them were as well, but like 
I feel like with you, you were just like taking literally each day as it came. And yeah, you're exactly right. But I think that's one of the things that they almost didn't like about me. Because whilst everyone was making a fool of themselves and, you know, trying to be controlling or, you know, trying to say, this is my girl, this is my man. And, mm. you know, do all of that too soon. I was just like, yeah, that's not me. I'm not going to portray, portray myself like that on TV. I didn't come in here with a game plan. I'm just going to be myself and, Basically. you know, see where it goes. Interesting. Yeah. You no, know, I think okay, maybe, maybe this is just me connecting stuff that doesn't make sense, but for them to recruit you so quickly, mm. this could have been a pre-plan. Let's recruit somebody quickly so that we can dump them, um, get to be, so we can kick them out and, talk, and make it controversy. I'll explain that. So what I found out after coming off okay, is so one, one of my boys played, played for Reading Football Club. Right. And there was a boy in his academy that was supposed to go on Love Island and he'd done all the interviews, that, done that, everything. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. My year. So um, Season a, five. a black boy, athletic, um, like same height as me. We're supposed, to, yeah. we're supposed to go on Love Island. And he pulled out because basically Redden said to him, um, it's either you play football, you go on Love Island. Exactly. So they were left stranded without this, you know, demographic right, this that aesthetic. they needed right. and then that they, they were saw looking me. For. Yeah. Right, and then they yeah. obviously replaced, okay, cool, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Because yeah. you wouldn't want to give up your football career. No. If it's going well for no, you, no, for no. Love Island. No, if you're playing pro, I would have done that either. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just feel like, <laughs> if you were, a pro, I mean, of course all that happened, but would you ever do like reality TV again? I would, yeah. Now I would. The thing people need to understand is I feel like you're different now than you are on the show. Yeah, you're way very different. different. Way different, Sharif. man. Way different. I feel like you. How old were you on the show? Twenty. And how are you now? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you're. I mean, everybody grows up in their own time. Yeah, yeah. But I do feel like you become quite mature. Mm. Not that you were ridiculously mature on the show, but like you can tell that you can tell there's a difference. Yeah, there is. Uh, and growth, and everybody grows. Twenty was young. Yeah, twenty is twenty is very young. Like, oh, twenty is young to be on national television. You know, what's the youngest person that's gone on Love Island? Like nineteen, probably nineteen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Same thing. 19, same, 20, thing. same thing. That is exactly. so young to be on reality TV. Exactly, and especially if you've done none of that sort of stuff before. Like, you don't know what you're doing. What's going on? I didn't even watch Love Island before I went on there. Right. You know, like I watched it before I went on there when I mm. knew I was going on there, but I hadn't watched reality TV like that to know mm. like the type of characters, what they're looking for. You know, how to act, what looks good, what doesn't look good, and. In one sense, that helped me, and in another sense, that didn't help me. So, right, it was, it, like is, a, it, it was like a blessing in disguise to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. To an extent, but it was quite traumatic extent. as well. Yeah, yeah. At the time, it was. Yeah. How did you deal with it when it came to your mental? So, you know, I don't know if you know people that know me know this, but um, I live in the ends. 
So this is like something that's never happened in the ends before, especially with like someone getting kicked off and mm. like all of the hype around that. I had about 12 paparazzi cars, like just in the ends. Huh? Yeah, just in the ends, in the hood, just like parked outside my house, like people with umbrellas, like, like wanting to do interviews with me, like standing right outside my house. And like the whole ends was just like, what, what even mm. is going on? Um, obviously I'm going to do interviews and like my mum's coming with me just for support and stuff. And yeah, there's like people following us, our driver, cause um, for the first like week, ITV provided us driver mm. and um, like security at the same time. He's driving me to like go and speak to management and like different managers and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm getting followed by like two, three cars. He's trying to lose them. We end up at the place with one. By the time we get out, like this paparazzi there, I was just so not used to this. It's a lot. Like it, I wasn't even gassed. It was just like, yeah, I'm not used to this. This mm. is weird. Um, so yeah, I dealt with it okay. I would say um, I probably dealt with it better than most people would, especially given my situation. It's not like I had all of those people chasing me wanted to do an interview for a necessarily positive reason. Mm. Might not have been necessarily negative, but it definitely wasn't positive. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I would say I dealt with it okay. Um, you know, I told my story in the way it was supposed to be told. I feel like you told your story, like yeah. you, you did some interviews with a few that went viral. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing them in 2019. You, you spoke about it. Did you feel like you left anything out? Or did you feel like, you know, you because to be honest with you, you're, you're, you're in the show, you do this, have this fight with Molly, whatever, this play fight, you get kicked out, you question <laughs> in the morning, you have to go to her yard, you're then seeing Paps at your yard, and then you're, you're doing these interviews. It's, it's all happening so fast, mm. and the show is still going on. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and it's just continuing. It's do you know continuing. what I mean? Yeah. That's the weird That's part. That's the about weird it. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show is still continuing, yeah. and you're still doing these like interviews, and then it's just like, like a lot. So it's yeah. like a whole bubble, like a whirlwind. No, so when it came to these interviews and you were doing them and you were speaking about stuff, did you have any fear? I didn't have any because fear. Because it's like, like, you're seeing bare papers and conversation in the public speaking about you. Was there like, you, it, okay, no fear, you said. Yeah, it wasn't fear exactly. It was like <laughs> more just trying to not, because I understood very quickly that the media don't want you to tell your story. They want to get the story out of you. Right. That they, so I just, tr I, I clocked that very quickly and I just tried to like, you know, navigate around that. So it's not fear. It's just, first of all, you know, them trying to extract a story out of me to make, paint me a certain mm. way. Excuse me. And then second of all, um, the fact that I still had ITV on my case, basically, you know, breathing down my neck saying, make sure you don't say anything crazy or what will be on you kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was like, is so, there fear? Like, it wasn't fear because it was still at the same time. An, like, an, afternoon, an afterthought. Yeah. At the time it was more like F them. Like I'll right, say what I want right, to say. Yeah, yeah. But again, you have to be aware of like how the corporate world works and not get yourself like too deep, you know, mm. like, cause you could say something and then, you know, they put it out and then, you know, you've got a lawsuit or whatever. So I was right. trying to tell my story as accurate as possible, but I wasn't trying to like, you know, do that, do a madness yeah. because you never know what could happen to you that could affect yeah. your life because you're really on this public show. Exactly. Exactly, man. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot for you lot to, for like, for you to go through. Yeah. I do feel like, and after that all happened and the, the dust settled, like how did you just leave it under the rug and continue with your life? So. Cause I feel like you met with up with Islanders and you've done stuff. Yeah. And like you went on, you did like some campaigns you said. Yeah, yeah. 
but did you just leave the influencing world at some given point? Yeah, so I would say, obviously, I came off the show like mid-June. Right. From mid-June to like 2019, December, I did like the personal appearances, met up with the Islanders, you know, um, all of that sort of stuff, did the campaigns. But it got to a certain point where I had, I just had to like, think about what identity I wanted for myself. Right. Because I, not that I felt identity-less, but mm. I just felt like, you know, before I went on the um, show, I was a rugby player, I was a chef. Like, what am I now kind of thing? So I just had to take a step back and realize, okay. Ah, well, rugby player and chef? Yeah. Come on, chef, what can you cook? What's your best dish? Uh, Let me put you on the spot I'm, like this. I'm good with me. Not you like the chef people, hat in the kitchen. You know, I'm not a dish person. Like, if you asked me to cook a dish, like, I'd probably just right. make something that's nondescript, but right. I'm really good with me, you know, roast, Mad. like, grill, all of that stuff. There, yeah. there must have been a, like that key word you said is identity. You're yeah. just like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I doing this stuff? Is this really me? Exactly. So um, I wasn't necessarily in the best position to say, you know, okay, cool. Or maybe I was. Looking back on it, maybe I was. But at the time, I felt like I wasn't in the best position to say, this is what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to be. Mm. I felt like I had to take the opportunities that came to me. Mm. So I did that for about six months. And then um, I just had a conversation with myself and just kind of said, most of these people that go on the show are like, what, 26, 27, mm. 28. Um, they kind of, you know, not need to have a game plan, but, you know, they need to utilize this time right. soon, rather sooner rather than later. Right, right, right. But um, you're 20 years old, you know, what's happened's happened. You have a platform, you know, people don't necessarily see you in a bad light. Right. Not necessarily a good light either, but they don't see you in a bad light. Just take some time, you know, to figure out what you want to do for yourself. So obviously I started playing semi-pro rugby again. Um, I do that now. Um, I started cooking um, privately and at like five-star hotels and stuff like that, you know, just to kind of figure out where I wanted to be. Mm. And um, yeah, I would say now it's kind of time for me to utilize all of this again. Yeah, I do um, feel like there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a change in how you're carrying yourself. Yeah. I can already sense it. I feel like there's growth. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're 20 yeah. at the time. So exactly. there's bound to be growth regardless. Exactly. But um, that's what I was going to ask what you're up to now. And you're playing rugby yeah. currently and you're currently a chef for people oh. or is this, that's just like a, something you do on the side yeah, here and there? That's something I do on the side here and there. Um, and I kind of want to come out of the kitchen for good, like mm. commercial kitchens. Um, but and do more of the private work and like right. you know diet plans and stuff right. like that. That's what I kind of want to move into, like training and diet plans and stuff like that. Right. As one, because not many people do that. Right. Like not many people are trainers, play semi-pro rugby, and actually can cook. Right. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of want to move into that and transition into that. Yeah, like um, the nutrition kind of value that has more depth. Exactly. Because you actually are in the kitchen making exactly. those meals or sourcing that food from like Sainsbury's or wherever you're And going. cooking for myself and stuff like that. I understand what fuels right. like, yeah, what, um, so on and so on. But um, yeah, playing semi-pro rugby at the moment. Mm. Um, at the moment, I'm trying to see if I can go abroad mm. for next season. But if I don't, then I'll be playing semi-pro rugby here. Mm. Um, and yeah, just trying to get my life back together and Basically, so do you socially. Find, do you find yourself just thinking about it? When Love Island's Love on? Island. Yeah, like when the, especially when, because since your season has been basically three seasons at this point, do you find yeah. yourself just like thinking about? It's not that I think about Love Island specifically, like the show and me being on there and the memories on there and what happened and all of that. But I just think about the fact that that is ultimately, whether I like it or not, attached to, the reason people know me, if mm. they do know me, mm. you know, uh, I can't 
I'll never really be able to shake that off. Right. You know, that's the guy from Love Island. That's the guy that got kicked off of Love Island, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the element mm. or the way I think about it. I don't necessarily think about, you know, what happened and the trauma and all of that. I'm over that. Like, okay, cool. Completely over that. Yeah. Did you seek therapy or did you just feel like, you know, I can deal with this on my own? I had therapy. Um, from ITV? From ITV, you know, and standard. Yeah. But again, like number one, like you're just thinking the whole time, like, who is this person? Right. You know, who, who is this? Yeah. Therapist. Not who is this person. <laughs> who is this therapist trying to like, you know, talk to me, talk to me and find out how I'm feeling and you know, how I feel about ITV and the mm -hmm. whole situation, you know, so you're being careful and kind of like tiptoeing in that therapy session. But, um, right. You're just like trying to feel it out. Yeah. 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 I hate you on that. So, um, yeah, I did have therapy, but, um, I would say I was pretty mentally strong to just understand exactly what it was, mm. you know, how, negative it was the positives of it what i can do you know right. with the situation and just yeah now in your time around love island and the stratosphere were there any islanders that you just didn't get on with <sighs> boys or girls i mean i'm sure it's, the dust is all settled now you know what it is i'm not really a controversial person but the only person i would say didn't necessarily do you know what it is nah there was no one you know Actually, uh, what you know name what? are you about to drop now? I was, do you know what? Okay, cool. I'll be honest. I'll be a hundred percent with it. I was going to say Anton, but even me and Anton were pretty cool. Right. Like me it, and Anton. It, it, it could even be not even in your season. It could be just in the, in the Love Island world when you're oh. leaving and you're seeing people. It doesn't even have to be honest because more, more time you're only there for a week. So like, who are you really like? Is, I just don't like the way, oh, I'm not even going to name drop, but I just don't like the certain, the way certain men were moving on the show. Just like trying to act so bad and steezy and just like, moving like a pure gallist. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah, nah, man. I'm not gonna name drop because it's 2022. Do you get me? Like it was 2019, no. but yeah. And everyone's grown. I'll also mention that. Right. But, I feel like yeah. everyone's like grows to certain extent. Everyone acts yeah. like a fool here and there, but they, but they, you know, yeah. come correct. Everyone Back deserves. then certain men should have acted their age. That's all I'm going to say. Like, yeah. Ah. Uh? Yeah. <laughs> You can you can you can you can do you can deduce whatever you want from that, but yeah, that's all I'm and gonna say. These for you people you're referring to on your season or people that on my season, okay, on, my season. on your season, yeah, raw, okay. Yeah. In terms of boys that were just like, yep, acting immature on the show, yeah, towards you. No, not towards me, mm. but I've met them in real life and they're waste men in real life as well. But I'm not name dropping. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't blame you on name dropping. Yeah, yeah. I would love you to drop names. I don't names, care now, as you get but me. But I said exactly. Yeah. But surely, if you don't care, you wouldn't. You would. I'll do, tell you, you off camera. Okay, tell me I'll off tell camera. You off camera. Yeah. But I think I know who you're. I have. I have a. I have an assumption. I show everyone, but I don't care. Right. Are they mixed race? Might be. <laughs> There's quite a few mixed race. Like Twenty five mixed race people. Yeah, in I was about to say quite a few mixed race people in that season. That, so that, yeah. that lines it down. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And there was nobody else in him because you know when you. When you come out, you got to go to these Love Island events, these yeah. Love Island holidays yeah. with these boys or girls. And this is why I think that person's a waste man, by the way, just because of how they move in real life as well. But carry on. I'll let you carry on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you have, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Hopefully everybody connects the dots, but I, I'm connecting. Yeah. As in yeah, we're, yeah. we're playing Connect Four yeah, right now. Yeah. And it's, as in yeah. right now we're playing. Yeah. When you go on these like Love Island events and stuff like that, was there anybody there that you just felt like you're trying Awkward. to awkwardness or you're trying to portray something that you're not oh you know where it is like for how i'll be honest for how close we were on the show mm. 
Um, and this has been explained and I'll explain it after, but like me and Joe were pretty close on the show. Right. You know, like, you know, I would think that I helped Joe out quite a lot, you know, decision-making wise and Joe helped me out right. quite a lot decision-making wise and, you know, feeling like comfortable in the villa mm. and stuff like that. Like that, that was my boy. When we came off the show, it was just like, did not know me kind of thing. Like at all. But mm. it's been explained. Like, again, I'm a believer of, you know, cool, you have management, management are telling, telling you to move a certain way That's what I'm and saying. your money's connected to that. I yeah. understand that like, certain people didn't want to be seen with me and, you know, the certain stuff that I was saying about ITV and, right, you know, right, they're right. still contracted. Right, right, I right. understand. Right, like, I'm right. not unreasonable. Okay. I understand the I hear that. intricacies of like why they didn't necessarily want to interact with me. Because right. a couple of them, after they came out of their contracts and stuff like that, did start interacting with me. Do you know what mm. I mean? And explain to me that it was that situation. But yeah, um, that's probably the only person that when I saw them at events, it was just kind of like awkward, but not awkward in the fact that, you know, I was trying to avoid them or they were trying to avoid me. Just like- It must be a lot though when people don't want to be seen with you. Because that irritates the hell out of me. I don't really care. I have my people. Right. You know, I have right. my people. And this is the thing. This is what people need to understand about me is, again, like, not that I am hood, but I'm actually from the ends, you know, like- I have a family on the ends and I have a family that I grew up with. I have a family from, you know, secondary school, all of these mm. things, you know, so I actually have a real family. So right, you have your groups. I have my groups. Yeah. So when it came to, you know, Love Island, people don't really want to be seen with me. Like it's not necessarily. It doesn't shake you. It doesn't shake me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't shake me that much. Obviously when you're going to events and they don't want to be seen with you, it's a bit, tiny bit awkward, but it's not like, oh, like, do you want to link me? No, I don't want to link you. And I'm like sad or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or like they air, they air my DM and I'm upset. It's just like, oh. I'm not you being sad. Yeah, no. Nah, you're in tears. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like your whole process was a lot. Mm. Inside the villa, then you're outside the villa. And then you're seeing, obviously, you know, people yeah. are moving a little bit. Sorry, when you said that this person is a gallus, that just has just stuck with me. <laughs> that, that is funny. But there was no issues, not even issues. When I say issues, I'm, I'm trapped, I feel like I'm deep in it. But like, yeah. there's nothing, there was no ruckus with anybody not on your season. No, I'm that not. That you just thought was like... I'm not really controversial like that. Like, and I'm not going to be controversial with uh, girls or stuff that like I find, you know, isn't that pertinent to my life. Right. Like, certain people, like, it means so much to them. Like for me, I'm not going to beef you unless you're like properly violating. You know? Right. I don't think anybody did violate you like that. No. No. Nobody no. really came at you like sideways for no reason. No. I don't really think so. Wow. What's yeah. next for Sharif? It's such a wild question because you're, you're 23. Yeah. So as in like, when yeah. people ask me that, I actually- well, Wait, in a good way or a bad way? Yeah, no, in a good way. Oh, okay, okay. But when someone asks me what's next, for, what's next for me, I actually find it such a stupid question because it's like, you don't know. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like you, you're, we're so young. Yeah, yeah. But you've got like 10, 15 years. You're trying in all your avenues and- Basically. Yeah, yeah you just see what doors kind of open. But um, for me, as I said, um, I'm just trying to, you know, play semi-pro rugby. Um, I'm trying to see if that opportunity can take me abroad, you know, do right. some more traveling whilst doing what I love at the same time and getting paid for it. Um, to be at that level at this age is enough for me. But on top of that, I'm trying to, um, you know, go down the nutritionist and trainer vibes mm. packaged as one. As I said, I don't think that's something that you see often enough. Mm. And I think, yeah, it would be a niche that would serve me well. But yeah, um, travel, mm. play rugby. Keep yeah, you were just in Marrakesh. Yeah, I was just in Marrakesh. Just living Came, your best life. Like, I'll tell you this, Murad is the first person I've come to see as soon as I've touched down. Like, as I in... touched down last night 
and I'm here this morning. So yeah. As in he just came, as in he didn't even go, he ran from the airport. No, I'm <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't joking, like that. It wasn't like that. Are but, you watching um, this new season of Love Island? Do you even watch Love Island? <sighs> Do you know what? I don't watch it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't I watch, watch it. it. Uh, I think there's, you know, other things you could do at 9 p.m. with your time. But yeah, I've seen a couple of episodes. Of this season. Yeah, because my neighbours watch it and um, I chill at their crib quite a lot. Mm. So yeah, when they watch it, I catch, you know, maybe half an hour of an episode. Do you know any of the people? Like, or do you just like, they're just like... Apart from Ekin Sue. Ekin Sue, we'll come through, <laughs> yeah, baby. Sue, I've heard about you. And yeah. um, what's the guy that she's making Davide. Life? David, yeah. yeah, that's about it. I feel like it's a good season. Ikenna, I've yeah. heard of. Ikenna as well, yeah. yeah, he was there a couple of days ago. Yeah, that's about Outside it. Outside of your season, I feel like this is actually a season that people are watching because the last yeah. two weren't that great, no. to be honest with you. Uh, no. It's been quite of a slow. What do you think of Love Island Winter and the fact that they're trying to do two seasons a year? It's, do you think it's too much? I think they need to, you know, focus their efforts on what serves them best. And, you know... No, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. If Love Island came to you and said, you know what, Sharif, we want you back on a new season, would you do it? I couldn't. It would compromise my morals. And yeah. do you know what it is? It would compromise all of the support that I've got mm. against ITV. Not necessarily to say that I'm still against them or whatever, but, you know, it, it would just compromise you know, all of those people that have reached out to me saying, you know, well, what they did was bad. You know, right. Bun them. They've done this to other people. Right. They're corrupt. Whatever they were saying whether they are or not, it would just like compromise all of that. And mm. I can't do that. Too many conflictions. Yeah, can't do that at this stage. If it was another, um, like if it was like BBC or whatever, then yeah. But ITV themselves, I couldn't. Right, I hear you. Yeah. Not this lady looking at us. What is she doing? What is she doing? <laughs> what the hell was that? That was scary. That was a bit scary. And I don't think even think that's a lady. No, no, it is a lady. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. That scared the hell out of me, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, so strange. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really bothered by that. Damn, you get that a lot. <laughs> no. Okay. Meredith is really looking at me like that, you know? Like. Staring into your soul. As in? As in? She's just doing. That was so funny. I'm thinking. And me, I'll look back at you. If you're staring at me, I'll stare at you. Now we're having a stare contest. Let's see who wins. <laughs> Let's just see who wins now. Because I'm really going to keep staring well, at you. While I'm trying to continue the While podcast. While I'm trying to continue, I'm just looking at you like this. Okay, let me let me just like talk. Madness. <laughs> Anyways, Sharif, thank you for gracing me with your presence. No problem, I really man. appreciate it. Me. This was, I know, I thought I've like... I've been waiting to meet you because... Um, like obviously back in 2019 mm. I did watch a couple of your YouTubes mm. like I do know about you and whatnot and I and I kind of like your vibe man so thank to, you, to man. be called out to do a podcast like I appreciate it man no, I appreciate you. it I mean I feel like what was I going to say now I feel like it was just when you were on and all that happened and obviously I was just supporting it and I was like sure yeah. we can't like what's yeah. going on like yeah. let me just talk about it because I didn't see anyone talking about it like that 100. people were just like oh he's, he's gone and that was the end of the story yeah. but I was like you know actually elaborate let me put on my little magnifying glass and I find <laughs> out what's going on like Sherlock Holmes but 100. no I appreciate you coming on I thought you know what let me just get true story because I asked Amber on the podcast and I asked Anna off so I was like why am I not actually asking you it, sure. it doesn't make any sense sure. like you're just gonna it's just hearsay until I ask you until you get the do you know what I mean story, so yeah. I thought you know what let me just ask you and I feel like this was a great discussion thanks man I feel it was, like it was really good but Appreciate thank it, you so much for coming on um the Marad Morali podcast guys daily and consistent everything is in the bio below as well um, this podcast is sponsored I was going to say it's at the beginning but I'm going to say it's at the end of the podcast as well and details are all released at the beginning but Sharif everyone Sharif baby thank Thanks, you so guys. much man thank no you we're out me. man oh that was Peace. good yeah. that was good and we have uh, what eight minutes to spare <laughs> <laughs>